excitement. I was just hoping and praying that people are actually connecting. Because there's this thing that happens with loudness. It, there are some people that connect and other people connect by association. Uh, if you have been around where an impartation has been done before, you see that someone will receive an anointing and fall under the power of the Holy Ghost. And once he touches somebody, what happens to the next person? That's called connecting by association. You don't have a router to connect to the source. You are connecting to someone who has connected to the source. And so I was just hoping that I will now steal the atmosphere and ask you to connect by yourself so that you will not be lost in it. I want you to pray one prayer. Father, locate me in this second service. Because in the first service, people were blessed. I don't know about you. I know what I'm saying. Abraham staggered not. Most times, your blessings will come. Most times, the manifestation of the grace of God will come. But you are not found. People received grace to stay until. I want you to talk to God. Locate me in this second service. Kai. Locate me. Let your blessings locate me. Let your favor locate me. Let your favor locate me. Let your help locate me. Let faith locate me. Let grace locate me. Let staying power until the emphasis is on until. Is the answer. If you are crying, he will wipe your tears If you are asking, he will hear you. Because I, in the first service, we were talking how a man can maximize the presence of God. How can, how can you maximize? How can you trap? How can you trap the possibility that is available? And you, you take it and go home. 
How can you carry something? How can you trap? How can you maximize? How can you carry your own share? When it is available, when the grace is available, when breakthrough is available, when power is available, when healing is available, when answers to prayers is available, how can a man trap his own and carry his share and go home and stays with it and stewards it and maximizes it and engages it until it produces? Until how can a man do that? That's what we we're looking at in the first service. How? So that I will not just be here and I'm and I'm shouting amen, but nothing, 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 nothing. I will shout amen and then I'll go home. I will engage it. I will maximize it. I will do business with it, and there will be evidence. I will not need to tell someone I was in church on Sunday. They will see an evidence that I was present in a powerful service. They will not need to ask me how was church. They will look at my life and say, Kai, wherever you worship today, church was powerful. Service was powerful. How can a man do that? We have studied so many things. It is time to stop, stop, stop studying and start engaging. This is Mount Zion. The dimensions in God. Be blessed. Faith for a breakthrough. Grace for a breakthrough. How many of them have we actually engaged? How many of them are we doing business with? So that we will stay. So that we will abide. So that we will remain. Until our own promise is delivered. Until our promise. A man who must bear evidence of spiritual blessings must be a man who knows how to trade how to trade how to do business with spiritual realities you must know how to do business those who trade will tell you that you observe a trend you observe a season and then you bid or you sell whatever the case may be you must be able to observe the spiritual season and then you bid or, or, or you buy you buy you buy or you sell what you need to sell and then you grab something and then that's how you maximize it Ooh. may we not be wise in secular wisdom and, and be foolish in spiritual things so many of us know how to study the crypto market we just observe and say hey, now it's time to buy hey now it's that sell or sell oh but you'll be in mount zion they will make an announcement grace will be available faith you need to know how to maximize it how to trap when to sell when to buy in order that your life will be evidences so that you will remain until your promise is delivered Again, humble, seeking you, 
desperate, hungry, seeking, knocking, asking. And we ask that by your mercy, because outside your mercy, we will not be able to qualify. By your mercy, drop something tangible in our lives in this second service. Let there be an evidence that someone has fellowshiped with divinity in this house. We will not return the same way we came. Let miracles, let healings, let the supernatural be made manifest. Oh, prosecute your purposes within our hearts, within the church, and within this campus. Even from this message today, begin to chart the course of the SUG proceedings which shall take place within the week. We surrender our lives. We even surrender this campus, the leadership of this campus, from the VC to all of the staff. And we desire that this is the season that we will begin to see evidences of spiritual blessings we will begin to see practicals of things that we have taught in theory we will begin to handle our ears have heard our eyes have seen we will begin to handle the promises the prophecies the blessings we will abide we will remain we will stay until the end thank you for this season which i brought upon your church blessed be your name in the name of jesus the christ Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready to be blessed. Have your seat in God's presence. Once again, I really appreciate um, God's servants, the chaplain, Amato Bong Morin, for this privilege. Um, no matter how many times I will stand here, I'll never take it for granted. Each time when I am told that I'll have the privilege of speaking, I still go back and pray as desperately as the first time I ever prayed when I climbed this altar. And that is because um, the name of the Lord will not be put to shame because I didn't do my part. So I do my part and I now ask him, I say, is your church? Please God, bless your people. So I want to thank God for this privilege. I want to also thank the executives, the chapel representative, the assistant, and secretary, everyone present who has made it possible in your labors in secret and in the open. God bless you. I said God bless you. And I know, especially those of us that were around, those of you that were around yesterday to beautify the house of God, to perform something that God commanded and instructed by prophecy. I pray that God's own prophecy over your life, God will arise to execute it. You didn't hear me. I'm speaking about those that were involved in the ceiling of the windows and everything. That was a divine instruction. And you gave yourself towards executing it. I pray that God himself will execute his prophecies over your life. Can you say that amen like you know what you are doing? In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the first service... We started by looking at something very intentional and how it how is it that according to matthew 13 verse 21 that when you belong to a in, in a prophetic season in an intense prophetic season when the word has gone forth and then god has spoken prophecies has spoken promises has spoken many things um those in that situation you say Yet had he not rooted himself, but dureth for a while. But when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word. Have you seen it now? In Mark did not really put it well, but you've seen Matthew now. He said what? Because of what? The word. A man needs staying power until 
the promises are delivered. That's why Abraham said, he staggered not through unbelief. Meaning, the promise came and it came with opposition to make him stagger, to lose God. So that when the time for the blessings come, Abraham will not be found. And we use the life of Abraham to study. We saw that Abraham sought for a dimension in faith called staying power. And stay. And then a time came, like we saw in Isaiah 4 verse 3. And I said, okay, now let's gather up those that are left in chapel. Let's gather up the remnant. Those that stayed until the time of their visitation. Those are the ones that, those ones that are holy. Because they, they must have met many temptations. They must have had many experiences with weights and sins that were set up to beset them. They now said, gather those ones. Those are the ones I will now write their name in the book of the living. In the, in the book of records. Now, if you want to know what that book means, you go to Malachi chapter 3 verse 17, beginning from verse 16. He said, and then the book of remembrance were opened for them that did what? Oh, can you help me? Malachi chapter 3. He said, and they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written. They went that book of, it is by that book of the living that they will now use to give out the, the promises. It is by that book of the living they will now use to give out the crowns. It is by that book of the living that they will now, yeah, you, I promised you a seed out of which many nations will be blessed. And after this number of years, you are still here. You've abided till the end. Take it. Now, the things that you are looking for, they are waiting for you. The things, oh, just every summary of everything is this, that the things you are looking for, they are waiting for you. Be faithful in your journey. Be faithful. And that's why faith that we are considering today is the faith that produces staying power. Now, in this second service, we look at three things that you do in order to stay. What are the three things you do? That when, when they want to record and say this man is staying for the day of his visitation, he's abiding, he's bound, he's waiting. We can now say that these are the three things he's doing because staying does not mean just lying down and say, oh, God. I said amen on Friday. When you are ready to do it, you let me know. <laughs> and I'll go and lie down. They say, what are you doing? He said, prophetic word went forth to mommy now. So I am like this. I'm waiting. I'm faithfully waiting. Yeah. There are certain things that are involved, especially on the area of partnership that I talked about. Three things. We'll look at it quickly. Number one, there's no time, so let's move directly to the point. Number one, you must be assured that delay is not denial. You must be assured that delay is not denial. We are going to use the story of Jacob to analyze this point. We'll do a lot of readings and I pray the Lord helps us. I stay with you, I stay. I stay with you, I stay. I stay with you, I stay In the last place, I stay I stay with you, I stay I stay with you, I stay Coach Kabbalah I stay with you, I stay In your presence, You see, before Abraham said in Romans chapter 4 Verse 19, he said, and against hope, he believed in hope and was fully persuaded 
that what he spoke, he is able to bring it to pass. He had, he, there is a, a this, this is the first revelation that will help you to stay. That God cannot lie. Even though this thing looks like it's delayed. I pray to God and a prophetic word went forth that before, before portal closes on Friday, I will have money to pay my fees. Behold, today is Sunday. Money has not come. If you don't know that delay is not denial, you will go and look for alternative means. If you are not persuaded, meanwhile, God is able to extend this portal for as long as it takes for your testimony to come. But he wants to see, are you staying? Are you there? You are not helping me. You make me just stop. You make me jump a lot. They will now be singing, I stay with you, I stay. Why me I'm talking? So stay with me. Eh? Later we'll go and stay with God. <laughs> stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. I want to really, it's very important. Because many people, people under the sound of my voice are in that position where when a prophetic word goes forth, they don't say amen again. Because they are hard to tell them all of the amen you've been saying, what has come out of it? You see, one of, that's, that's you staggering. You're already staggering. You're already staggering. Because it, delay is not denial. Delay is never denial. Oh, I almost missed this. I've wanted to compliment choir since first service. They reminded me of my grandmother's church. Can you celebrate them? <laughs> you don't know my grandmother's church. Ah, mama. I just saw sky blue, sky blue, sky blue. I thought you were going from Kantians here today. <laughs> I thought there's incantancy after some. You know what is incantancy. If you just added white skirt like this, I would have gone outside to check signposts. I say, am I in chapel? It's very amazing. And the ministration in second service, you are going places in the name of Jesus. Can you celebrate the choir? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. In our time, we didn't. But then when people were now ministering, you were now doing like. You're not, not now doing like my grandmother. Okay, no. Soprano were doing like my grandmother's church. It's the guys that were Pentecostal. The sisters, they were very uh, sanctimonious. Yes, that's the English. You were singing a Pentecostal song. Some of them, their faces are like, it's the guy. I was not like, yes. Those, those ones, you can take a man, a woman out of apostolic. You can never take apostolic. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Genesis 32 from verse 1. Let's, let's begin. Let's begin. The story of Jacob. Let's, let's see. Number one, you must be assured that delay is not denial. Now, faith, staying power in faith, staying power in faith is expressed in the confidence that if God has said it, he will do it. If God has said it, he will do it. You must get to that place that you are fully persuaded that I will stay until because God has not given up on me. Why should I give up on myself? God has not given up on what he promised to do. Why should I give up on that which he has promised to do? Meanwhile, uh, Satan will bring many positions to you. He will bring many advice. He will bring many, many thoughts, many doubting words into your heart to make you not stay. I want you to leave this meeting from today and never again will the Lord come to find you with a promise and he will not see you again. Because why? You did not have this knowledge. After this meeting, let, it, let the Lord be careful to say something to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ooh, are you with me? Let the Lord be careful to make a promise to you. Because let, it, let God just uh, maybe 
God was very happy. You gave him worship. He was very happy. He now wanted to open his mouth. And, ah, no, that guy, he will stay with me until I give him. <laughs> Let's be sure what we want to do. That's what happened to Herod. The word of a king can never be taken back. Hope you know that. And that's what happened. When Herod's daughter, Herodias' daughter, danced so much, and the king opened up his mouth to say, whatever you desire, whatever you want, ask, and I'll give it to you unto half of my kingdom. He was showing us that story can give us a nature of the almighty God. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. He said, For God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should what? Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he promised? Shall he not bring it to pass? Has he said it? So we have settled on one side that God can never deny himself. If he has opened his mouth to make a promise, are we together? Yes. If he has opened his mouth to make a promise, you can rest assured of the fact that God will bring it to pass. You see, because let me, let, me, let me say this now. Numbers 14 verse 38. You know, a lot of us know that scripture. That whatever is speaking to my ears, so will I what? Do it. Do you know that the first beneficiaries of that promise, eh, they benefited in a negative way. Are you aware? Yes. When they murmured and said, God, you would have allowed us to die in Egypt. Where there was cucumber, where there was garlic, where there was onions. Why did you bring us into the wilderness to die? God said, as you spoke into my ears, I brought you into the wilderness to die. Therefore, every one of you will die except Caleb and Joshua. That's how that prophetic word, that promise that you've been quoting. God, you said, be careful. Be careful. Because in denying, you are also speaking into the ears of God. And whatsoever you speak into my ears, I will do. Meanwhile, you can tell God that you made a promise two Fridays ago. On, on the Sunday service called Be Blessed, God's servant prayed for me. I came out with a seed of blessing. Now I've not seen it. No, I hope you have seen your life. That's a way you can also respond. When you have started getting to that position, know that you, you have staggered at the promise. And then when those, the, the names of those that will be written in the book of life are those that when they come, they still find them faithful, holding on to the word that was spoken. You see, because most times you don't know that God brings delay because there is more that he has in store for you. Listen. It is by hunger that we seek to God. It is by hunger that we seek unto God. Now, God can have many things for you, but he cannot force you to give to you. This is what God does. Whatever is your present desire by which your hunger is predicated upon, it is on that subject that made you come to God. Because God has more in store, he will keep you delaying that, delaying that one thing that brought you because he has up to what? Five things to bring to you. I wish someone would believe what I'm saying. Meanwhile, you are coming to school now and you're asking God that, see, I, I want, for example, I want a job while I'm still a student. And for that reason, you were hungry and desperate in the place of prayer, seeking the face of God for that breakthrough. Now, God does not just want to give you a job. You are a lady. God wants to add a husband. And God wants to add academic excellence inside. He will hold on to that job until you have grown to that space where he can bless you with beyond just one thing. He can bless you with five of them at once. Most times delay works in the advantage, if not every time, in the advantage of the believer. 
If God has made a prophetic word and you said amen, and God's servant had said in three days, if you don't see it in three days, that is an opportunity to rejoice. Why? Because when it shall come, it will not come alone. It will come pregnant with other seeds. Are you listening to what I'm saying? If you understand this, you will understand that whenever you see delay, you will be grateful. You will be what? Grateful. Now, the you at this time, the second thing God furnishes whenever there is a delay in a man's, in the fulfillment of a man's desire, is that the you at this time, most times cannot handle the blessing that you're asking him for. And you see, the God that we serve is first of all a loving father before a provider. So he is more interested in the person that you will become all than in the things that you are asking him for. So he will hold it until you have gained maturity to be able to handle not just the blessings but the opposition that will be added to the blessing. Mind you, in Matthew 13 verse 21, we saw that the afflictions and oppositions arose because of the word. There is a blessing that you can have and it will destroy you. And because God is a loving father, he will hold it until you have grown to when you can handle that blessing. So you will be assured that delay is never denial. If there is anything you are holding on to God right now, in the story of Jacob, Jacob, um, Genesis chapter 32, this is what he did. So he said, God has spoken from verse 1. And Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place, Mahanah. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And then read down, verse 9. Verse 9. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, the God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the list of all of the messes and all of the truth, all of that, verse 11. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Now, Abraham, um, Jacob was promised the covenant. The subject that Jacob is praying for right now is that God had told him, the land upon which thou sojournest. What God said to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, what God said to Isaac in Genesis chapter 26, God said to Jacob also in Genesis chapter 28, when he was moving to, from where they were to go and marry a wife, when he left Canaan to go and marry a wife out of Syria, God said to him, he slept at Bethel, you remember that story, and then an angel, he saw angels rising and descending, he now said to them, uh, God now spoke to him, he said, this land I will give it to you, meaning everything that Jacob had was nothing compared to the promise that God gave him. Sometimes, God has made a promise to you and then he will first of all bring the first part of it and you took it and all of your hunger dissipated. You are satisfied. Meanwhile, that was supposed to be the tip of the iceberg. There, there were times you would ask God for academic excellence. He just sprinkled three A's in your results. You know how that is like sprinkling. He just... And the day you got three A's in your result and your CGPA resembled something that can at least do 30 seconds call, MTN to MTN, you arrived. It was not difficult for the Lord, the same desperation with which you sought the face of God. When you see yourself in such a position, just know that to you, you are satisfied. Meanwhile, God was just about starting with you. 
God was just about what? Now, we are talking about how to crystallize, how to engage and maximize seasons unto the end. Like if, if you are not here in first service, I, I don't have the time to go back there again. We are talking about how to take something tangible out of a season such that even after the season has passed, you still what your life is still bearing evidences that you were once in a season. Now, the Lord has been blessing us as multiple times as we have heard testimonies with financial breakthrough. There are people that will need another service like that to come when in another year for them to experience financial breakthrough. Because why? Two things. Number one, they were not among the first set of people that experienced the blessings. And so they staggered. They were not found when their own time came. Number two, they experienced introductions and they thought they are in, in the conclusion. And that was the end of it. If you must crystallize, if you must trap a dimension in God and stay with it until the time that the crowning will come, you must learn how to hold a season, take something out of a season and trade with it even long after the season has passed. That you, uh, you, financial breakthrough testimonies will be a reoccurring affair in your life. Why? Because once the heavens have been opened, if you are diligent, your heavens will not be closed again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, Jacob is asking God and saying, you promised an inheritance. And yet, by this time, Jacob is married. By this time, Jacob has children. By this time, Jacob has a host of cattle and all of those things. Yet, Jacob is still praying as if nothing has been added to his life. Number one, he must be assured that delay is not what? Is not what? Is not what? Sometimes God allows sees a season ahead. Now, what you call challenges are one of the ways God furnishes strength in you in order to overcome the season that will accompany a breakthrough season. I hope you know that immediately after harvest is, is, is planting. Am I right? After harvest, what's the next farming season? After harvest, what's the next planting season now? Farming, planting, pardon me. It's planting, right? Are we together? It means, therefore, that if in your harvest you didn't develop strength, in time of, if you didn't eat for strength, in times of planting, you won't have strength to plant again. Is someone hearing what I'm saying? When God brings breakthroughs and a season is unfolded upon a person, Watch it. If you are not careful to do business with that season, God will allow an affliction to come in order that you will now pay attention to what is teaching you. You pay attention to prayer, for example. You pay attention to fellowship with the brethren. One of the reasons is because the next season that is coming upon you will require labor. Will require you to do serious business to overcome. And so, since you are not ready, and if he bring, brings the blessings he has promised you now, you will fall in the next season. He will hold back the blessing so that you will remain in a posture of growing. And then, it went in a time that was supposed to be a time for your falling, that was set up for you to cry, in that season, when that temptation comes, when those temptations come, when those challenges come, he releases the blessing in that season. And it appears like a man is strong. A man is not strong. He is just faithful in the seasons of his life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Jacob delayed how many years? And yet Jacob was still faithful in telling him that what you promised me many years ago, by this time he has spent 21 years in the house of Laban. Seven years to marry Leah. 
Seven years to marry Rachel. Another what? Seven years to labor before leaving. Yet, Jacob is still telling God, what you told me, I'm still doing business with it. I'm still holding on to it. Number one, be rest assured that delay is not denial. Number two, in this season of waiting, what, can a, what does a man do in order to remain until when your promise will be fulfilled? Number two, be hungry. Be angry. Be hungry. Be angry. Mm. Let's do Genesis 27, verse 36 to 40. Genesis 27. Are you blessed already? Alright, quickly. Please open your Bible in case it doesn't work well. Now, this story is about, we are going to use the story of Esau to find an expression of the second thing you do while waiting, while tarrying, while staying until your expectations come, until your own Isaac is birthed, until your desires, all of them are met. What shall a man do? Number two, be hungry and be angry. We'll see being hungry on the part of... I would love... I would have seen if this scripture... If we can have it in any other translation. Maybe NIV or New King James. This is the story of how... Jacob supplanted Esau... By, with the help of Rebekah, the mother... And took the firstborn blessing from Esau. Now, in verse 37... Verse 36... Esau came from verse 34 and was crying. And in verse 36 he said... Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he had supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. And behold, now he had taken away my blessing. And he said, Has thou not reserved? Haven't you saved a blessing for me? Haven't you saved any blessing for me? Verse 37. Isaac answered his soul, Look, I have made him a master over you. Given him all of his relatives as his servant. And have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? Verse 38. And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fact. What I'm trying to say is this. There was no blessing remaining for Esau. It, there was not. What Isaac is trying to do now, he's trying to manufacture a way to at least support your life. But on the matters of blessing, Iba, I've blessed your brother completely. There's only one birthright blessing. There's only one firstborn blessing, pardon me. What me I'm trying to do now is, look at, I'll show you what, give us in King James. Verse this 39, give us in King James. I'll show you what Isaac is trying to do. Isaac is trying to be wise. So that, because by this time, everybody knew Esau had temper. By this time, who knows whether, as you know, see Jacob. <laughs> if you handle matches, what we are talking about, they will be looking for the father of, he has gone. So, Jacob is looking for, a, Isaac is looking for a way to placate the son. And he now said, behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. That's a blessing, Abi. Now, go to verse 28. See what he blessed Jacob. He said to him, your dwelling shall be. That is, you will live 
Your dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth. You will live around it. But look at what he said to Isaac. He said, the God give thee. The same thing. There was no blessing. This is called calculation. He must have studied matters that he knows how to do. He, the, the blessing he has given it to Jacob. The Lord give thee the dew of heaven. The fatness of the earth and plenty of coin. In verse 39, now said, you know what? You live around there. <laughs> I, I bless you with it. Just go and live around there. Verse 40. He said, by the sword shalt thou live. And thou shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass. This is the verse that I want in. If you can give me in HCCSB. Or any other simple English that you have. It shall come to pass. That when your power is increased, this yoke will be broken from off thy neck. Let's see another translation. HCSB. He said, but when you rebel. Another translation says, when you are angry. Another translation says, when you are fed up. Another translation says, when you are restless. What is happening to you that is keeping your promise is that you are still comfortable with where you are. The day you are, God is saying, meanwhile, there is a man that was, there was no blessing. Yet yours, prophetic declarations have gone ahead. The day you rebel against your limitations, the day you get angry, the day you are fed up, even that day, Satan will do like this. Because there are still thousands of people he has not oppressed with. He will not come and die over your matter. The day you are angry, the day you are restless, Whatever they put on your head, they say you used to disturb firstborn in your family. The day it happened, the day your head knock, if, it hap if your head knock this morning, whatever prophetic declarations is still hanging on the air, you will carry on. If your head, are you getting what I'm saying? So, Isaac is saying, I, 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 to show you that he has not blessed him, he's saying the day you are angry, you will break the yoke of this curse. This is a curse. When there is nothing remaining, whatever someone, when there is no blessing remaining, whatever someone says is what? It's a curse. Your dwelling will be the fatness of the earth. Do you know what that means? You will be around success. You will be hanging in there. You will live within it. But to another person, he said, I give you success. So he said, the day you are angry, the day you rebel against failure, the day you rebel against tutu, the day you rebel against uh, uh, lack, the day you rebel against poverty, the day you rebel against the bleak future, the day you rebel against demonic oppression, the day you rebel against addictions, that's the day the yoke will be broken. Not the day they made a prophetic declaration. The day you are angry. Well, you know, so when one of the second things you do is you are not satisfied with the status quo. You get angry. You get hungry. You get angry. You get hungry with the status quo. Whatever it is is holding back my testimonies. This is not where I'm supposed to be. It doesn't look like what God told me. What was declared? Everyone sharing testimony. They don't have two heads. They say the man. The same way I say the man. Whatever happened to them must happen to me. And my own must not happen in small language. It must happen in heavy figures. The day you rebel now let's see the man called Esau the man that was cursed Genesis chapter 32 a man that was cursed there was no blessing listen to what Jacob is now saying <laughs> if you read Jacob 30, Genesis chapter 32 we don't have time to read it the Bible says if you read from verse 
He said he sent, verse 3, he sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And in verse 7, he said, Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people that was with him, the flocks and the herds and the camels, into two bands. Verse 9, verse 8. And said, If Esau come to the one company, and smite it then the other company which is left shall what are you with me shall what meaning that Esau is great to an extent that no matter how large Jacob was Jacob acknowledged that he has an army to destroy me you see the man called Jacob oh that man has self-preservation tendencies above everyone I've seen in scripture a man called Jacob. In fact, if you read that in Genesis 32, you know that scripture that you have been quoting, Jacob was left alone and then he wrestled with an angel until the breaking of the day. It's not that Jacob decided to keep himself alone to pray. This is what happened. He divided everything into two. He sent the first half to go. The second half gone, he now separated himself and his wife and his children. He now put, he now sent those ones to go. In the night, he now sent his wife and children and now put three days journey between them and himself. So that if they kill the first people, if they kill the second people, and they now kill his wife and children, sir, before you run three days journey, it means before you can... <laughs> I thought I thought we'll marry again. <laughs> That's a man called you. Meanwhile, this is a man that was cursed. This is a man that was blessed. The blessed is so afraid of the cost. You know why? Because Esau was angry. Esau was angry. Now, if you read down, I want to show you some certain things in chapter 33. He said, in, Meanwhile, Esau came and was not angry. In verse 5, 33, When he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and children and said, Who are those with thee? Listen to what Jacob is saying. You know? Jacob is saying the children which God had graciously given to who? To who? Jacob is calling himself the servant of the same person that they said your siblings will serve you. The elder will serve the younger. There's something that anger does. Even heaven has respect for it. Esau was now. Meanwhile, if you read that 33, I don't have time to break it down for you. Jacob called Esau Lord, Lord. He now said, this is what I brought to bless you. Esau said, I have so much that I can't count. Jacob was now begging. He said, I know. Just receive it. Let it be proof that you've accepted my beggings. That's a man that was caused. The day, your testimony is waiting for the day you'll be angry. <laughs> He's waiting for the day you'll be angry with your situation. Now, it, meanwhile, the next person that was caused was Cain. Am I right? Was Cain. Cain was caused. Let's see the story of Cain. Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. If you begin from verse 7 of verse 9. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Verse 10. He said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crying unto me from the ground. And now art thou caused from the earth which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand when thou tillest the ground it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength a fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be 
in the earth. That's a man that God has caused. Can you open with me to verse 17? Verse 17. Can we read it together? Genesis chapter 4, verse 17. Everyone, can you read it together? One, two, three, go. And, and, and Cain did what? What did he do again? He built a city. Ooh, the man that they said you, you fell in farming. Wallahi, Cain built a city. There's something that anger does. There's something that restlessness does. Even the prayer of an angry man, God gives it attention. This is a man that was caused by God. But if you probe that cause, you find out that God did not say the earth will not yield. He said the earth will not yield her strength. It means the earth will yield. Just not her strength. You see, an angry man will carry a prophetic declaration and will dis dissect it and will trade. That's why I use the word trade. He will dissect it, dissect it, break it out, bring out what will profit him and do business with it until that prophetic word comes. This is the beginning point for breakthrough. A holy hunger. When you stop making excuses, you know, most times you hear believers make excuses. You know, something is happening in your life. You've observed this thing happening in your life three times. And you have to say, eh, it's because every June, every June I used to fall sick because of the weather. Because of the weather. Have you seen devil? That one is just smiling at you. He said, this one is giving me an excuse to do more. It's giving me an excuse to do more. Be dissatisfied. The status quo. Quickly. Number three. Number three and the last. You keep pressing until your promises are delivered. You keep pressing until your promises are delivered. You know the language of people who will not be serious. They say what will be, will be. What will be, will be. Eh? God has blessed me. God has prophesied already. What will be, will be. Why don't you lie down in your house and say if the lecturer wants me to learn, he will come and teach me in my house. What will be, will be. You would have lied down in your house and said, that food in the kitchen, if you want me to eat you, you rise up and enter my mouth. What will be, will be. Anything that is for me, me, I don't struggle. Anything that is for me will come. I'm, I, I don't, all those struggling, I don't do it. Anything that is for me, if it is for me, it will come. You, nothing is for you. And you will feel dejected. You will feel disillusioned. Very soon you will feel adopted. It will look like others are genuine children of God, but you, is surrogate, surrogacy they brought you into the kingdom. What is for me will be for me in the chapel of prayer. All this, look at the way that one is praying. That one, until they take this thing serious, I beg. If the prophetic word is for me, it will be for me. Me, I don't. God knows I don't struggle. <laughs> Even Satan is laughing. God, Satan, and God, they are like, look at. He <laughs> said, look at that, your son. God said, now you get up. Now you get up. <laughs> now you get up. <laughs> now you get up. <laughs> I hope you know God and Satan have discussions. He's in Job. He said, look at my servant. They, they, Oh, it's God that invited Satan to look at Job. Job was, Satan was minding his business. So if me, I'm Job, me, I will start the issue with God. Because now you call Satan quit for this matter. Yes. So they, they will just say, look at that one. They say, Do all those choir people, the way they pray. I, know, I wonder what's in their life that they are praying like this. They once invited someone to a prayer meeting. He said, all the prayer you have prayed, Satan has not died. And I said, have you not seen your life? He, he, he didn't die. We only sent him to you. That's why your life is like this. We don't kill him. We send him to people like you that don't have need of prayer. Number three. Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 11. Can we read together quickly? He said, and then the disciples came to Jesus. And they saw that Jesus had a life that bore evidences 
of spiritual dealings. So they came to him and said, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples. Teach us to pray. Verse 2. Verse 2. And he said unto them, when ye pray. Meanwhile, that scripture was not teach us how to pray. That scripture was teach us to pray. Not teach us how. Don't give us a posture of prayer. Teach us prayer. Teach us prayer. How can we profit through prayer? How can we do business with prayer? Number three, when a prophetic word goes forth, you carry it, you go home, you press it, you press it, you pray it into reality. How can we pray? Not teach us how to pray. Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. We want to start seeing result of prayer. We want to start seeing result of things that are spoken. When they speak a prophetic word, I want to start seeing it in my life. Teach us. And then he began to teach them the manner. The first thing he taught them was the pattern. The pattern of prayer. Thanksgiving, forgiveness of sins, and all of those things. And in verse 5, he now began to show them the effectiveness of prayer. How you can, how to make prayer prosecute result for you. It doesn't matter how to cause prayer to yield. He now said, a certain friend, which of you shall have a friend? And shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and i have nothing to set from him and he from within shall answer and say trouble me not the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed i wonder where his wife was i cannot rise and give thee verse 8 i say unto you though he will not rise and give him because of his friendship but he will give him because of importunity do you know what is importunity it's called restlessness. It's called persistence. Persistence. He said, there are so, some of you, your relationship with God will not secure some answers to your prayers. It is persistence. He said, that scripture means that friendship is not what got that guy bread. Friendship, the currency of bread, what, the, what is desire needed. At that point, friendship was not enough to provide it. At that point, small, small, gentle, gentle prayer was not enough to provide. This particular desire you have, pray today when you feel like, and then saying God has done it, I'll forget about it, might not be enough. It might be enough for one five, but what you are trusting God for is persistence. There are certain things that persistence. In Luke chapter 18 verse 1, he said, and Jesus told the parable that this is how men ought always to pray and not to faint. He said, and then a certain widow went to a judge who feared not God nor man. Eh, that's a simple example of Satan. Satan, eh, he has no regard for God. He said, however, even Satan will work together to make sure that God's purposes for your life are fulfilled. Why? He said, and then he now mentioned the reason he told this parable in verse 8. He said, he told this parable because when he returns, shall he find persistent faith on the earth? Faith is persistent. Faith is importune. Faith prays until it comes. Faith remains until it comes. Faith stays until desire is made. Faith is not something that says, eh, I prayed about it and it was done. And then you go and lie down. Even if you have prayed about it in church and you get home, sometimes you just lie down and it crosses your mind. Kapata, oh, this one, this one, this one. It must come to pass in my life. In Job chapter 14, Job was talking and talking and talking. He said, oh, the summary of what I'm trying to say is that all the appointed days of my life, I will wait. I will wait. All, all of my appointed time, I will wait until what God has told me has come to pass. I will wait. That's a man called Job. Job would have given up many years ago. 
Even when his friends were telling him that you are wrong. Yes, he was wrong. But there's something that brought his answers and that is persistence. Even though he was wrong, Job did not stop. He didn't stop expecting. He didn't stop praying. He didn't stop seeking. My question to you is, that expectation, will you allow it to go? Because listen to me, there is a time, according to Revelations, let's do Revelation now. Let's take the last scripture. We did Isaiah 4 verse 3 in first, first service. We will see the same scripture in Revelation 3 verse 5. Revelation 3 verse 5. Marus kapran devina tosha pahas. Are you there? He said, and in the same way, please give us King James Version. Give us King James Version. In the same way, kariando shapa, kapanitasi. This is the apex. This is the end of this teaching. That people will stay and weather the storm and weather the opposition and weather all of this. He said, can you help us in King James, please? Can you open your Bible now? Revelation chapter 3 verse 5. Let's open it. I want us to read it so that we can pray. He that overcometh. He that overcometh. Are you with me? Can you open your Bible? He that overcometh. Are you know, you know what I said to people? I said if you give up, if you don't give up, Satan will soon give up. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before the father and the angels. What are you expecting from God? One of the things that will make it come finally is if you overcome. Have you overcome the temptations of doubt that came? Have you overcome the temptations that came to tell you stop believing? Have you overcome the temptation that told you stop praying? Have you overcome the temptation that told you leave it? God will do it if he wants to do it. Have you overcome the temptation of tiredness? Have you overcome the temptation of slumber? Have you woken up yourself in the night and said I will not give sleep to my eyes? No matter the battle you are facing, if you labor, if you persist, if you insist, you will have your testimony. Because it is on record that whosoever does not give up, Satan will give up. Testimonies is a battle of giving up. If you don't give up, one person will give up. And if you give up, Satan will win. And therefore, every believer who has this consciousness of overcoming will say to Satan, he said, in this battle, me have already told you, you are the one that will give up. Because all of the days of my appointed time, I will wait until my desire comes, I will wait. Prophecies are like cook, are like food, are like food. Let me give you this last analogy. Prophecy is like food. You cook it. You apply heat. You apply pressure. Matters of destiny, you don't take it easy. Matters of your future. You have told God that I want a certain GPA this semester. I want to clock a 4.5. Ever. I've never clocked it before. You've told God that this semester, I don't want to experience lack. Those are prophecies. You've told God that in my future, I don't want to labor like a fool. I want to move from one place to another, one service to a job, from a job to marriage. For all of those things, you don't lie down and they come. You insist on them. You insist. You labor. Faith is expressed in persistent prayer. Faith is expressed in one language. Until the day of my visitation come, I will not stop. Like Paul, you will say, I press towards the high mark of the calling of Christ. That's why I said in first service that this thing is a race. It's a race. It's not those who run that are rewarded. It is those who arrive at the finishing line. My question to you is, when God brings your testimony, the day that he will bring it, the hour that he will bring it, the minute that he will bring it, will you still find faith in your heart for that testimony? Or will you have given up and say it will not come? All of the things you are trusting God for is waiting for you. Will you insist on it? Will you insist? Can you rise up on your feet? Will you insist? Will you be angry? Will you insist? I'm just telling someone here. Will you insist? Will you labor? Will you apply pressure? Will you apply heat? 
you cook prophecies are like that you cook and cook and cook until they are done until they are done you cook it until the food is done when the food is done that's when god does it that's what happens i'm here to tell someone is there a matter of your destiny that you want to iron out with god in anger is there a matter of prophecy because it's a day that overcome give us isaiah 4 verse 3 though that remain to the end the remnants them that are left those that are still found when the reward will come when the answer will come when the testimonies will come those that are found still standing see asking god here am i oh lord here am i and it shall come to pass that he that is left in zion and he that remaineth in jerusalem shall be called holy even everyone that is written among the living can you pray now is there a matter of your destiny that you want to pray to god about is there a matter of your destiny tell him i will not end like this i will not end i will not end like this i will not end this semester like this i will not end my finances like this this is not the financial story you told me this is not the destiny you told me this is not the career you told me this is not the academics you told me oh i will not end like this i will not end like this i will not end i've struggled for everything from my year one i've been struggling to my year two i've been struggling no 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 it's not struggling that you sent me to earth to struggle my father struggled till he died my mother struggled till today i will not struggle i will not struggle hey can you pray can you pray can you insist remember the prayer you are praying it's an insistent prayer insist 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 i press i press he said and then right from the days of john the baptist the vow the kingdom of god suffered violence and only the violent take it by force only the violent hold on only those who seize i seize my testimony i insist there is more i will abide i will abide until the day of my appearing until the day of my testimony until the day of my appearing i will not end this journey halfway i will not end this journey halfway i will not stop until my testimony comes i will not stop i will not stop i will not stop hey i will not stop i will not end like this 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 i insist i insist i insist can you close your eyes and pray i insist i insist this is not the future that you told me no 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 there is more in my academics there is more hey concerning my future there is more there is more no 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 ah no i insist ah this is not what you told me i persist i persist in prayer i persist in prayer i press i press ah can you be angry can you be restless can you be restless i don't agree oh god i don't know what you say i don't know what satan has done i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't care i insist i insist i insist i insist i pull down my blessings i put pressure i put pressure i put pressure i apply it i apply it i apply it hey god 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 chapel 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 go ahead go ahead words have gone ahead of you words have gone ahead of you i will not miss out i will not miss out I insist, I insist, I insist, I insist, I insist. Yeah, if Esau could build a city, if Jacob could become a law, if Esau, Esau could become a law to Jacob. Yeah. 
what you are doing, you don't understand. Let me share, let me just share this. One day, I was walking in an encounter. I was walking with my brother, a, a covenant brother. And then we were walking. And then there was a gate. I was walking. My mother was behind me. And my elder sister was behind me. I passed the gate. And I passed with my brother, with my covenant brother. And then a witch, when my younger, when my elder sister and my mom wanted to pass, a witch now stood and stopped them from passing. So when I walked, I turned and I saw that they were held back. I told them I'm coming with all sense of humility. I went back, looked at her, killed her, cooked her, brought firewood, made food, cooked her and ate her and told my mother and my sister to pass. You don't understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what sets you up in the spiritual realm. Physically, you think you are joking. But spiritually, someone will come to take your blessing next time. Someone will come to stop you next time. Someone will come to withhold onto what belongs to you. You just see yourself like a lion roar. And you don't understand that those things are prepared. You become them in the place of prayer. You become. Some of you are appointed saviors in your family. But so until you rise up to stature, your family will be under oppression. Say with me, Father, from today, whatever is mine, I take it by force. I take it by force. Whatever belongs to my future, whatever belongs to my destiny, I take it by force. I take it by force. Whatever belongs to my family, whatever belongs to my academics, I take it by force. I take it by force. Whatever belongs to chapel, whatever belongs to chapel, I take it by force. Stretch your two hands in front of you. Mandias Kumrahena Tasuhalas. Stay in power in faith, part two. Stay in power. Stay in power. Stretch like you're about to receive. Stretch it like this, like you're about to receive. Karatascoba. Kahinas. Just close your eyes. Manantiaso, we have one minute to do this. I don't know what has been held back from you for ages. I don't know what was held back from your parents. I don't know what was held back from your future. I don't know what was held back from your destiny. I don't know what was held back from your academics. I don't know what was held back from your future family. I'm going to count three. One, two, at the count of three, you shout, I take it. And then you squeeze your hand forcefully and take it. Are you ready? Whatsoever has been held back. Oh, Father, right now, I make demands on heaven. I make demands on the angels of God. I make demands on warrior angels. Angels, supply angels right now. Mark everyone under this umbrella of chapel of praise. Prophecies have gone ahead, expectations have gone, but each time it delivers less than expected. Anyone who will shout with a loud voice, let the miracle come now. One, two, three, take it. Take it, take it, take it. It's mine. Take it. It's yours. Kababa Ramata. Mantanis. I pray for you. Never again. Never again. Never again. I set a landmark around you. I set a landmark around your destiny. I set a trap for the enemy around your blessings. I set a defense around your future. I set a defense around your academics. I set a defense around your finances. I set a defense around you spiritually. 
when the enemy will come again they will be scattered in the name of Jesus I pray for you you are doing your project and it looks like opposition is too much you are doing your destiny there is a project you are handling and I'm not just referring to your school project there is a project in life that you are handling and it appears like resistances are too much under this auction I speak to someone here come on when they come against you next time they shall scatter and therefore I command you to break forth I command you to conquer I command you to overcome in the name of Jesus nobody here will be left on the sideways nobody here will be lost on the pathways you will persist you will insist until that which is yours is handed over to you lift up your two hands to heaven tell him father i thank you bless his name